don't stop learning. Medicine, as we know, is ever-changing. There's so many different types of nursing that it takes all different kinds of personalities and strengths and weaknesses. The big thing, talk to your patients. Just chit-chat with them. Produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome to Healthcare Calling. I'm Chelsea Reber, and today we are joined by Jamie Fink. She is a teaching assistant at Blinn. If you're interested in learning more about Blinn's nursing program, check out the link in the description to head to their website. Jamie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit more about yourself and how you wound up at Blinn. So I actually went to Blinn and got my associate's degree in nursing. I graduated in 2016. Um, I worked here locally in town at the ERs after I graduated, kind of bouncing around. Um, and then about 2018, after I went back and got my bachelor's, uh, Carla Ross reached out to me and goes, hey, we're looking for teaching assistants, and I know you liked teaching before you graduated, so would you want to do it? And I'm like, sure, I always love a side gig, and applied and started in 2019 and haven't really looked back. So you started as a teaching assistant kind mm-hmm. of at a similar age of some of the students in mm-hmm. the program. Yeah. Um, was that a challenge? Was it a, a good thing? Were there advantages, I, disadvantages? I was always a little worried. Like when I took the job, I was like, oh, I'm the same age as them. Are they going to respect me? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're going to look at me kind of like your friend. And also, Bryan College Station's a small town. You're going to see me out not in working hours. Right. It's going to get weird, but uh, (laughs) thankfully, I found mutual respect between myself and the students, me having respect for their journey, them having respect for mine, uh, has always worked out. I've always found myself to be the fun but firm one, and it worked out well, and uh, I've even had students that are much older than me, and again, that mutual respect just works out well, Um, and I just kind of ride with it. I like that, fun but firm. Yes, yes. Yes. Carla mentioned that you loved teaching. This mm-hmm. would be a great opportunity. What kind of experiences did you have that led you into that position? I, um, much like college students, I did preschool teaching. Very similar. <laughs> um, <laughs> lots of guidance. Okay. Um, but when I was doing my undergrad, I had some downtime with some family health issues. And um, in those downtimes, when I didn't have a degree, didn't know what to do. My mother was a preschool teacher my whole life. I started working with her. Um, so I did teaching with that all through nursing school. I was a Sunday school teacher on Sundays to help pay for groceries because we all know working during school is rough. (laughs) Um, And so I just kind of always had it on the side um, and kind of just went with it whenever she offered. So tell me about getting into nursing. What made you want to be a nurse? I kind of always knew it. I don't, and there was never really like an aha moment. I always knew I wanted to do something helping people because it was just my nature. Mm-hmm. I'm an oldest daughter. I'm smack dab in the middle with a bunch of kids. I'm always helping. Mm-hmm. So nursing just always made sense. Um, I would love to say that it's because I watched the show ER when I was <laughs> broke my wrist when I was a kid and oh, out George of school. Clooney. Who could yes, forget? <laughs> I just wanted to be Julia Margulies wearing pink scrubs and find my George Clooney. Needless to say, <laughs> I found an oil field guy, so it was way, way different. Um, and then my dad had brain cancer, and I was one of his caretakers. And just seeing the nurses and how much they cared about me being a guest, a visitor, as much as they cared about my dad, I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Like, that's kind of my vibe. I, I think nursing is definitely going to be a fit. It's one thing to take care of somebody you don't know and mm-hmm. maybe you get connected to, mm-hmm. but then to take care of a loved one. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it was more of the 
the situation where the nurses were also taking care of you. And, mm-hmm. and from all the stories that I've heard, um, talking to other nurses, you're not just taking care of the patient. Oh gosh, no. And obviously you learned that by being that <laughs> yeah. family member who was being taken care of. What did those nurses mean to you? So much. And they have no idea how much. I mean, I was the one, I was my dad's caretaker while my mom worked. So I was taking him to his chemo, radiation, and I was still trying to keep taking classes as hard as I could. Um, and I would be sitting there studying my anatomy book back and forth, highlighting back and forth. And they would just come, like, they would give him his medication, and then they would just be like, I have a few minutes. Are you having a hard time understanding something? Like, this is how I learned it, and it worked for my brain. And I'm like, I, you don't even know me from Adam. I'm just the annoying 20-year-old in the corner. Mm-hmm. And you just took the time because I'm flustered with an anatomy book mm-hmm. to, to try and help me out. And you don't have to. It's not in your job description. And in no way is your boss going to hear about this and be upset that mm-hmm. you didn't help me study. <laughs> and then obviously, have you taken that into the way that you are a nurse and the way you teach future nurses? Oh, 1,000%. I always try to find like the extra thing that makes the stress because it is a stressful job. It's a stressful career. It's people's life. It's their health. It can be stressful. I like to try and find the smaller aspects um, that are on the outskirts of that to kind of make my side hobby. Like now my decompression at home is I crochet like the little Texan old woman I am. (laughs) I crochet little stuffed animals for our pediatric patients. We only see peds once a week, but they're terrified. They're coming for a procedure. They're so scared. And when they get a little whale or an octopus that might have a wonky eye, because I'm not (laughs) that good at it, it makes them happy. It makes the parents more relaxed. And it was just a side aspect that didn't need to be done. It doesn't have to be done. In no way was my boss like, we need to find a crocheter because this is a need that has to be met in the department. But it was something that helped me, mm-hmm. I don't know, connect with them more and make them feel more at home. You talk about connecting with your patients, and I'm sure it's hard not to connect yeah. with your patients. <laughs> um, are there any patients in your past that made a big impact on you? Oh, most definitely. Um, So like I said earlier, my dad had cancer. He had a very aggressive form of brain cancer. When I was working in an ER down in Houston, I had a patient come in, same type of diagnosis, Mm -hmm. even roughly around the same age as my father was. Um, Terrible event was definitely end of life at that point. Mm -hmm. The family comes in, they're obviously sobbing, they're uncontrollable, and you know, it gets that time where we unfortunately had to call it. And I could see in them what I had when my dad passed, which was like utter grief, but the biggest sigh. Like this struggle has finally come to the end. Yes, an awful end, but I can breathe again. And I went over to them and I was like, I know what you're going through. I know that sigh you just had, like you don't want to say it. You're happy the journey's over. You are no way happy that this happened, but you're happy to not have to do this fight. You're happy that you don't have to wake up every morning like 50 steps ahead, ready to go when you're barely got the crust out of your eyes. And they, we just hugged and cried. Um, They exchanged phone numbers with me, kind of checked in through that like first initial year of grieving. And I was able to give them a little bit of comfort through that Mm -hmm. journey because I had been through it. And it was so nice that that awful thing that happened to me that I would not wish on anyone mm-hmm. was able 
to be used in a good way to, to help a patient and help their family. Mm-hmm. With the patients that you don't have that kind of personal experience mm-hmm. that you can relate to, um, how do you find different ways to relate to patients? And, and especially how do you teach your students um, to find different ways to relate yeah. to people? The big thing, talk to your patients. <laughs> we, I remember when I was in nursing school, they hound you with all the things you can and can't say and all the rules and all that. And you get almost get like paralyzed where you can't, you're like, I don't think I can say anything to somebody and I won't get in trouble. Like you're afraid to almost get too personal. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just chit chat with them. You can very superficial chit chat. You don't have to deep dive into their world, but just chit chat. And when you do, you find little commonalities Mm -hmm. or just something that can distract them. I remember when I was, young and working in the ER I would chit chat with the super like young guys or girls that would come in and be like all right like what's dating like now like I'm having such a hard time where are you finding people I can't find anyone Mm -hmm. and it would just one like completely take their mind off of everything Mm -hmm. and two they they feel like you're a friend they feel like they can trust you they feel like just more at ease and I mean I'm sure if Miss Ross heard me saying that that's how I talked to my <laughs> patients when I first came out. She'd be like, Jamie, that's not what we taught you. But I found that, you know, just trying to find a common ground, whether how small it is, it's, it means the world to them. Yeah. You talked about working in ERs, mm-hmm. and I'm sure in, in any form of nursing, things happen that you would never expect to see, but especially in the emergency yeah. room. Do you have any good stories for me? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Do you, I did ER for like almost a decade. I have so many more. But actually, I moved to procedural and I do endoscopy, which is colonoscopies, mm. endoscopies, scopes everywhere. Um, I think the funniest would have to be then. I was working with one of my favorite physicians. I was training one of our new technicians. We were on call on the weekend, so it's skeleton crew. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting out at the desk working on paperwork and stuff while they're doing the procedure. And all of a sudden, I just hear, Jamie! down the hallway and I was like oh my god what is going on so I go down there and they're like he needs new scrubs and I was like why does he need new scrubs and they're like the patient pooped on him Jamie we can't (laughs) I can't get into detail but he needs new scrubs and he needs new shoes and I was like okay okay (laughs) done so I like run to go get our hospital scrubs and I was like shoes I don't it's not my size shoe I can't give up my shoes and I was like Ebola was a thing so long ago. We still have all those disposable shoes. I was like, I'll go down to the ER. So I come back with big old plastic crop, like clogs. And yeah. I'm like, here you go. I'm showing him where the shower is. And he's like, I, just, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it was the greatest. I still torture him about it. Thinking on your feet, though. You yeah. were able to find shoes and scrubs. God, and... I, will, I will find you shoes, honey. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I've heard that there's a program called Progressive Simulation. Mm. And can you tell me a little bit more about that and how you're involved? Yeah. So Progressive Simulation, we, uh, we do that with our fourth semester, which is our final semester students. Um, it's kind of like the culmination of everything. You know, you've you've been doing these clinicals, you've been learning how to take care of patients. So now in a safer, more tamed environment, I say like we don't do shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, they learn how to take care of a patient from beginning to end and all the curveballs that come in with that. Because unfortunately it's not all right, this is my orders for the day. I'm gonna do this and then this and nothing comes up. There's always something that comes up, throws you for a loop, pulls you away from one thing to another. And so they kind of get to experience that in a a little more controlled environment than in an actual, you know, medical emergency or something like that. Exactly. It's, 
it's, you know, me as the patient telling you my name is Steven. So it's a little more relaxed than that. Mm -hmm. Um, The students beforehand are terrified of it and hate it. But afterwards, they all love it. They love that they got to, you know, practice calling the physician for orders and figuring out what orders to ask for and and all that kind of stuff. So they, Mm -hmm. they always have a good time. And us as the faculty assisting and getting to be, you know, patients and family members enjoy it as well. When you look at a student, what characteristics alert you that they are going to be a great nurse one day? I don't, I don't think it's a specific set of criteria because there's so many different types of nursing that it takes all different kinds of personalities and strengths and weaknesses to, to go into those specific areas. If we were all the same, there would only be one type of nursing and our patients would suffer. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if, if we were all the same, we'd all be a med surge nurse and then our emergency patients would be and our pediatric patients. You, everybody has to have a different, you know, personality to go into those different areas. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing is if you have a drive and you have a want to do it, that's good enough. That will get you there. Um, and where you'll end up and what part of your personality suits a certain specialty, it will come with time. Mm-hmm. But as long as you want to do it and you have a passion, go for it. Tell me about one of those moments, and I'm assuming you've had at least one, where you saw a student kind of struggling through the program and then all of a sudden it clicked or they made that turn and you could see that that was the moment they really realized they were going to do this. Yes. I see it uh, a lot with our four semester students. I am, whenever I do clinicals with them, they're kind of like, we're like, okay, baby birds, there's the nest hop right on out. Like Mm -hmm. I am here and I'm going to help (laughs) you, but you're taking the reins. You're having Mm -hmm. multiple patients. You're basically, that nurse is going to get a reprieve from that patient and they're yours. Um, and you kind of see him that very first day are like, Oh gosh, like, I don't know if I can do this. Like we've only ever had one patient. Now I have two or three and Mm -hmm. I'm doing all their meds and everything they ask for. Yeah, you are. Um, but then come like the second or third week of clinicals in that last semester, they're running laps around me and I'm like, look at him go. (laughs) I get so excited and so happy, Mm -hmm. um, that they're just running around so self-sufficient um, now there is always the one that's like, I got this right out the gate. And I'm like, I'm not worried about you. Yeah. Um, but just seeing them kind of fearful that they're at the end and that mm-hmm. they're going to be on their own. And then after a week or two, kind of getting their toes wet, they're like, I got this. This isn't, I can totally do this. Now I just got to pass that test, but I can totally do this. <laughs> so after the test, after they are done and it is ready to, mm-hmm. you're leaving the nest mm-hmm. and you may not be there yeah. anymore. Um, what is your advice to those graduates? So my biggest, biggest thing is don't stop learning. Mm. Medicine, as we know, is ever changing. I learn something new every minute of a shift and I'm in a specialty and I still learn things all new all the time. So don't ever think like, Oh, I've graduated. I'm done. I don't have to learn anymore. I don't need to listen to my unit educator. No, keep learning and be eager to learn because those new thought processes, those new evidence-based practices are only going to either make your life easier or benefit your patient tremendously. Mm-hmm. So don't think just because you're done, you're done because I hate to break it to you. It never ends. You were a student in mm-hmm. this program and now you're teaching mm-hmm. in this program. What makes blend nursing so special? We're just like a family. Like I 
even before I came back working here, I stayed connected connected with all the faculty and they were like my moms. <laughs> like when I was in the program, I was having roommate problems and living issues. And I remember Nina, I would sit down with Nina in her office and I'm just crying. Like, I don't know where I'm going to live. I can't live with these people. This is a mess. And I was like, I have, we'll figure it out, babe. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, this is like a family. Like they actually care about my struggles and they care about not just you got to pass this test to make me look well. No, they mm. want you to because they care about you and they want to see your personal growth. Um, and so when I took a job here, it was just natural to also like feel that and like feel like I needed to fit that role um, for the pay or for the students. Mm-hmm. Jamie Fink, it's been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us today about blend nursing? Come you love it. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. So if you want to see my fun but firm self, apply, hang out with us, learn, be an awesome nurse. We're ready for you. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. If you want to learn more about Blend's nursing program, make sure to check out the link in the description. And you can also find out the five steps that you must know now to prevent attrition in your nursing staff. Produced by Podcast Architects.